Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Social Work Radio. We're going to be doing something a little bit different today. Uh, we're not going to be taking a usual social work theme. We are going to be talking about something we both love. Which is not just social work, we love other things as well. There is more to us. Surprisingly. <laughs> Shock horror. What a surprise that we are more than just social workers. Um... I want to talk about Harry Potter. Are you down for that? I love Harry Potter. It is like the love of my life. Best series, best films ever. So. Let's do this. So um, every Christmas I, I, I re-watch the Harry Potter series. And this year was the first time that I introduced my daughter to Harry Potter. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the first one. Just the first yeah, one. Yeah, um, She's still young. Yeah, yeah. So the first one, I do think the first one's the most child-focused. In fact, family friendly because yeah. the, the kids are younger. The scare. I mean, t- it's I still f- scary I though. It's scary. I think it's really scary. The scariest bit is when they're going to the Forbidden Forest and they see like the spectre of Voldemort feeding off the unicorn's blood. Yeah, that is dark. I remember I used to get nightmares. Um, you know, when he he comes into the house and then kills Lily. Mm. That I used to have nightmares when I was little that yeah, yeah, that yeah, was going to yeah. happen. Voldemort oh, yeah, was going to suddenly burst through the door and murder and everyone. He's holding Harry and he comes oh. like through the door. Yeah, it's awful. Um, maybe I shouldn't have showed much. So, and on this show, we're going to talk about the trauma my daughter's experienced by being exposed to Harry Potter at seven year old. Bad father. <laughs> so. Um, I was watching it and it reminded me, obviously, you and I, in, in years gone by, of uh, we actually had a, a standalone Harry Potter podcast. I wanted to revisit it. I, I wanted to revisit. Obviously, we went, we did a deep dive, is I think is the fairest way to say that. We analysed, you know, some of you watching and listening to this will, will have been aware of when uh, Tilly and I did the, the Social Work Harry Potter podcast. Um, but that was a couple of years ago now. And today, I want to ask you a very straightforward question. And the very straightforward question is, does Hogwarts need a school social worker? Absolutely it does. I mean, is there anything more to say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, there's plenty more to say. So, so, um, would you want that job? Yes. (laughs) Like my dream job. I, I mean, I'm a witch at heart, honestly. I would quite happily... I'd go back to school. I would get my Hogwarts letter now as an 11-year-old or as an adult and go back and be with a, in a class of 11-year-olds just so I could experience the magic. Do you think you could be a muggle school social worker or do you think you would have to be a witch or wizard Ooh. to fulfil that role? Oh, do, you think no, that's, do you think that's a part? So you know when you go for a job, you've got like essential criteria and desirable. Mm. Which one, what would having magical powers be essential or desirable? Oh, I think it's got to be essential. Because otherwise, you'd be like Filch and, and <laughs> yeah. a squib and, and no one would take you seriously. I think to have that clout, you've got to be a, a witch yeah. or wizard. Yeah, I think you would, you would need that power, wouldn't you? You would, because I bet you'd have to challenge quite a few of the... Well, I was going to say students, but actually I think it's more of the teachers that, that need some social work intervention. I mean, there's a lot of... Yeah. Um, dodgy practice going on with a lot of the teachers and and not so much of a focus on safeguarding do you think there'd be a lad how many ladder referrals do you think you'd be putting in oh my god dumbledore alone (laughs) oh dear so for um, for our international listeners and those that perhaps aren't familiar with the term ladder 
Um, LADO is an acronym of uh, Local Authority Designated Officer. And what the LADO does is they do internal local authority council investigations into professionals who uh, perhaps could be guilty of malpractice or perhaps got child concern about yeah. them. So do you think, uh, why, why do you think Dumbledore might warrant the attention of the LADO? I mean, the Dumbledore... <laughs> just repeatedly endangered Harry and yeah. all of the students in yeah. the school. Um, I think Hagrid would probably need some ladder referrals would he? as well. Why would you, you wouldn't refer Hagrid? Well, you wouldn't but, refer Hagrid. I mean, he, he wasn't particularly... Uh, he was overly friendly with the students, wasn't he, really? It, it was a bit inappropriate. I think so. Oh, what a soul okay, So you're you putting a referral about Hagrid, okay? Yeah. You're there, you're filling the referral, and it'll say, um, you know, what are your concerns about this professional? What would be your... Four concerns about Hagrid. I mean, he's in a role of responsibility and he's friends. He, he calls the students his friends. Right, and that's the first concern. What's yeah. your second concern? He, he, calls, he refers to students as friends. That's number one. What's your second Lado concern? He tells them inappropriate things that... Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. Two, so... Overly friendly and inappropriate. What Puts them in danger. Yeah. I mean, the care of magical creatures lessons, but I mean, Buckbeak yeah. Yeah, yeah. was um, vilified, but yeah. dangerous and takes them into the Forbidden Forest. So. Dragons. I mean, he corrupted them with dragons in the first year, didn't he? So he he's to... overly friendly, inappropriate. He endangers the students. Last one. Um, well, he. They were complicit in his illegal activities with oh, dragon, yeah, 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 with the dragon yeah. egg and, and, and Norbert going off to um, Romania. So, yeah, I think I think Hagrid's got to go. You I like, mean, I love Hagrid. You like as a Malfoy, you aren't you? You like Malfoy. Malfoy's yeah, um, desperate to get Hagrid off the grounds, and he succeeds. Yeah, and Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah. Dumb- oh well, my Dumbledore. gosh. <laughs> I thought you were Hufflepuff. I mean, you're dressed in green. You know, you've got a, you've got a Slytherin vibe about you today, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, Snape's got to go as well. He bullies all the students. No, we got all right, right. Well, whoa, 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 hold the whoa. line. Whoa, <laughs> Gilderoy Lockhart as well. Yeah, yeah, right. So we need for for those Snape. of you who perhaps didn't um, spend the time to listen to uh, the Social Work Harry Potter podcast. Um, I like Snape. I will not hear a bad word. I like Gilderoy as well. So. Hagrid, that's fine. We can criticise him. Dumbledore, that's fine. But we can't, you know, we can't criticise Snape. Snape's the best character in the entire series. He's a good character, terrible teacher, and terrible he's an ec- person. He's an excellent teacher. He's a, he's a he's he's the half blood prince. He's a wizard at potions. He's he, better at potions. He was Neville's boggart. I mean. Yeah, that's, that's not his fault. Yeah, but he's terrorised the students. You said he was he, a poor teacher. He tried to poison them on numerous occasions. Did he succeed? I mean, just a threat. I mean, do you think that that's okay? <laughs> you said he's a bad teacher. I don't think he's a bad teacher. He's a good teacher. You can't threaten your students. That doesn't make him well, safe to be If it's different, different, it's different, different world, different rules. Yeah, I'd, I'd look. I'm sorry, but I don't think you're getting the job here. I think you, you know, you're going to shake up the. We'll be left with no teachers if we give you the job. McGonagall, she can stay. Oh, so we've got one. She, she's she's going to teach right. all the students. Yeah, I mean Sprout, she's all right. A bit. Just, um, these just, this is you. You, so, you shouldn't be having that. You shouldn't just be picking people based on personal preference. I'm not personal preferencing. I'm doing about the safety and well-being of the students. 
Right, Can so we go back, to, circle back to Gilderoy <laughs> Lockhart a minute? Because he, yeah. he, 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 he wasn't competent for the job. I'll give you that. But he's he's not a bad guy. He's smooth. He's a slick guy. He's a smooth. He character. tried to obliviate Harry and Ron. They 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 forced him into that situation. So so you think that. How old he was were trying they? to get. He was old. trying to get out. It, they were think, twelve years. Hold old. the line. Gilderoy was trying to get out of Hogwarts. He was just wanting to leave. He was just wanted to pack his bags and, and scoot. They came along. They threatened him and they forced him to go in the Chamber of Secrets with them. Do you think that that's all right if a twelve-year-old? Of course, it's not. They should be you. threatening the teachers. They should be. They should, that's what you should have stepped in there. You said, "Well, boy, hold. What the hell are you doing here, lads? He's a teacher, and you're threatening him." Well, I mean... Where were was, you? Where was I? <laughs> I'm reading about it. <laughs> I mean, I would have sorted Hogwarts out, obviously. So we like, we like, we like Snape and we like Lockhart. We the two, like they're they're, they're two of my favourite characters. I think we should run a poll with our listeners. People, I think I'd win. Yes, because most people have been poisoned to think about these characters in a certain way. Just because the, major, the majority of people voted for Brexit... Was that the right thing? You can't compare. <laughs> the Tories have been in power for oh the past 12 dear. years. I'm not going to be able to win this argument, am <laughs> no, I? No, I'm just saying, just... I, all I'm, what I'm saying here is majority rule, just because the majority might support something doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. It doesn't. But there's a lot of people that do like Snape, actually. If you did vote for Brexit, listeners and viewers, and if you do support, we still love you. But I'm just saying you... you Wrong. Maybe you were wrong on that. We might be wrong. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe wrong. Equally, if a lot of you, you know, don't agree that Snape and Lockhart are two of the best characters in the whole Harry Potter, you might be wrong about that as well. That's what I'm saying. Is, you know, the majority of people can quite often be wrong about things. <laughs> Any other teachers that you want to add to your ladder list, ladder list at this juncture? Quirrell. Right. I mean, yeah, he, had, he had Lord Voldemort at the back of yeah, his head. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can't disagree with that one. Yeah. But why didn't you find that? You know, if you, you know, I'm not there yet. No, but, okay, but why? Why you could have done something about that? Oh yes, I'll just magic my way back into the story, shall I? Well, obviously, <laughs> obviously you can because you're going to have magical powers to fulfil that role. We've agreed on that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, right. Who else? I mean. Mad Eye Moody, the the imposter Mad Eye Moody. But, yeah, but until you found out who was the imposter, was he really that bad? Until you found I mean, out he was he you know, Barty like, Crouch Junior. He did torture the spiders and then kill them in front of them. We're not talking about the RSPCA here. But that's not what you do to like fourteen-year-olds. How old were they for the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourteen, yeah. Year four, so they've been fourteen or fifteen. Yeah. That's not that's not appropriate lesson material. You are, I don't again. I don't like the cut of your gym. I don't like the vibe you're bringing to Hogwarts. I think you're going to change it too much. You, what I don't like about this interview is <laughs> who are you to be interviewing? I, um, What's your um, character? Um, um, Rufus Scrimger. <laughs> the role is that important, uh, important. <laughs> That's taken the, the, the Ministry of Magic. No, well, okay, well, no, but yeah, but Scrimgeour, we're living in a, a multiverse, we're living in a Hogwarts multiverse here, yeah? where we can have characters from all different times coming together, otherwise it doesn't fit the narrative. Um, you spent a lot of time, uh, you know, you spent a lot of time talking about what you're going to do to the teachers, 
You haven't, your job is to support the pupils. Well, I think you'd be supporting the pupils by getting the teachers in line to start with. But again, that's not, that's not, that's not a social worker's job. Well, pastoral role in the school. But anyway. You are here, you are here to... Uh... I don't like the way this interview's going. <laughs> well, you're welcome to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, go and get a job at Dernstangs. Go there. Dermstrangs. Dermstrangs. Get there. Go there. Your, your type would fit in there. Oh, you'd have a, actually, you'd have a worse time with the teachers there, wouldn't you? Probably, but... Ball bat on. You go, you'd on. fit in with ball bat ons. Possibly. That's how you can go. A French exchange. <laughs> so, back on topic. Um, we've established Hogwarts does need a social worker, okay? Yeah. Um you've started to criticise all our teaching staff and you're going to get rid of all of them. You, know, you, you don't have any ideas to replace the staff, so there'll be no pupils for you to uh, take care of because they're all going to be going. But let's focus back on the students. We, we, want, we, want, we want a social worker here in Hogwarts. We've decided that there is a need for that pastoral care and support of our pupils. Um, do you think there should be a, a social worker per house or should there be one social worker for the entirety of Hogwarts. Because the the reason I ask this is the houses are quite tribal. And obviously you coming here as a witch, you will have been in a house. And we know that there is a lot of tribalism. There's a massive rivalry. And even the teachers, some more so than others, my boy Stape especially, do massively, massively bias their own houses. They do. Do you think that would be an issue in terms of the social work role? Should we have a social worker per house? Or do you think it would actually bring something in to perhaps have a social worker that oversaw all four houses? I mean, your caseload would be pretty high as a social worker in, in Hogwarts. So I think it would probably one be good house. to have one per house. I think even then you might have to have two, three per house. Depends on how many issues there are but I mean there's a lot of traumatised children um, at Hogwarts let's think of the management structure you know me I like to think of things analytically so we've got the management structure let's just say for ease we've got one social worker per house one social worker per house do you then who do you then report to who's going to oversee those four houses are you reporting directly to Dumbledore or do you have some sort of middle manager um, that has like a pastoral kind of lead over departments? How do you see yourself? Do you see four four students under the head? Or do you see yeah, do four social workers under the head? Or do you have social workers that then report to the head of house, who then report to the head? Or do you have a middle management, magical social work structure, where you have four social workers, a sort of overseer, and that overseer then reports to um, the Board of Governors? How do you see yourself working within this structure? I think there's a risk that if you put in too many managers, you turn into Dolores Umbridge. Yes. In the, in the high Inquisitor. Point. Excellent point. So you probably have to directly report to Dumbledore. We don't want too many managers. Mm. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's going to be like ministry interfering. And yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to be Dolores Umbridge. So we've got four social workers, one per house, and you report directly to Dumbledore. Um, does Dumbledore do your supervision or do you have external supervision? I mean, that would be interesting, <laughs> wouldn't it? Supervision with Dumbledore. <laughs> I, I think the structure would be is, do you know what I think it would work is you're not employed directly by Hogwarts, you're employed by the Ministry. Ooh, I Ministry that, interference. I, I, no, that, I think that would be the structure. 
because if you have a look at most in the UK at least if you're a school social worker you're employed by the I mean I know it's kind of like a pilot model and it's not embedded everywhere but where it is in you have social workers who are employed by the local authority they're placed in schools by that school's local authority they're employed by the local authority and the supervision structure and management structure kind of sits across the two I think in America it's slightly different I think they're employed directly by schools but I, I think that I think Dumbledore wouldn't have the time to adequately oversee. I, I don't think Dumbledore, for all his skill, is is very empathetic. I don't think I don't, don't think Dumbledore would want social workers. I could see, I could see a couple of chapters of the book. Actually, this would be good drama in the book of like the the Ministry wanting to embed. So this, this could be some fan fiction here. So guys, if you get some fan fiction on this, you can quote me. Yes, just reference me thank me in the acknowledgements so I can see a fan fiction of when social workers came to Hogwarts and the friction is that it's not Umbridge you know it's not being done by the ministry because of nefarious reasons it's not like Umbridge and all of our rules well, social worker can be a bit like that at times actually um, but it's not that that it, it's they want to do it for a good reason they've seen a lot of children being hurt going down the medical wing there's lots of issues you know Madame Pomfrey's you know saying look I can't deal with this anymore we've got health care we haven't got social care Somebody she's been reporting for her supervision and you know there's hell on you know, you know, you know what, you know what health people are like when they've got an issue of social care. They need action. You'll see it yourself all too well. <laughs> oh yes. So the Hog- Hogwarts, have, yeah, they've been looked at, and the ministry said, "Look, look, I'm sorry, Dumbledore. There's a problem here. We need to embed them." He said, "I'm not having it on my watch. Well, you're having them anyway." And because of that, because there's friction, I think the management structure is off-site, and we have to go via flu powder to the ministry for our supervision. That, can we agree on that one? That's the structure. Yeah, I think that that would work. Yeah. So we're kind of there's light that. touch management from the heads of houses. Yeah. And there's light touch oversight from Dumbledore, who warms to the idea eventually because he sees we're good. Right. Me and you were going to go there. We're going to work there. Obviously. I'm no longer screaming job there now. I'm. We're both in, the, in it. Yeah, we're, we're both. Yeah, in we're, it. we're in we're it, a definitely. Team. We're in the trenches <laughs> together. We're in Hog. We're going to sort it out. So, what house are you taking? Hufflepuff, obviously. What, what house should I go for? What house does she bring in? <laughs> well, I mean, when we sorted back in the day on yeah. Pottermore, you were a Gryffindor, but I still think you're more Slytherin. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay, we'll go Slytherin. I'll take Slytherin. So we need we need uh, we need a Ravenclaw. So, um, listeners and viewers, if <laughs> if you'd like to contact us, if you would like to join us, I've got I've got Slytherin. Proud to take that one. I've got Hufflepuff. Uh, Tilly's got Hufflepuff. We need a Ravenclaw and we need a Gryffindor. We social do. worker. So, um, what skills What skills do you bring to the role that make you suitable, firstly, to be a social worker in Hogwarts? Because I'm looking at you thinking, it's been a while since you practiced with children, Tilly. It's been a while. That's not. That's going to be difficult. You're going to be rolling <laughs> back the years here. So, convince me. I'm back interviewing you again. I should change your hats. Keep being interviewed. Okay, Thank okay. You very much. So it's, it's, right. it's, a, it's a conversation. Okay, I'm helping you prepare for the interview. Okay. Right, we really need this job. Um, I want. I'm desperate for this job. Uh, let's help each other out. What? What are you going to say in your interview? Firstly, how are you going to convince them that you're fit for the role? And why do you think, in particular, you want the? Uh, what? Why are you a good Hufflepuff? Why am I a good Hufflepuff? 
I mean, I'm patient. Sometimes, I mean, I have the patience for saying the fact that I'm still podcasting with you after all of these years. <laughs> Hang on, hold the line there. Where else, where else on a Saturday afternoon would you have the opportunity to sit and talk about what house in Hogwarts you would be social worker for? I bet you don't get that with any of your other mates. I can't say I do. There we go. End that there. End that uh, there. Right, continue. You can't say you do. Right, brilliant. Why do you want to be... See, this is what I have to put up with. This is what I mean. I have the patience of a saint. Right, so you've done... Okay, so you're you're patient. Why else do you want to be the Hogwarts Hogwarts social worker for Hufflepuff? (laughs) Hardworking, loyal... All the attributes of Hufflepuff. Of Hufflepuff. And so, right, yeah, okay. What about you? Come on. No, no, because... No, 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 no. Well, no, well, you've told us why you've told us why you want to be in Hufflepuff. Um, why Why have you got the attributes to be a social worker? Because I'm looking at your CV and it's been seven years since you've worked with children. I mean, <laughs> I don't think I'd be very good at the interview, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> Wouldn't you be shortlisted? <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> Not on my uh, lack of children, social cares. But, but the nationwide lack of social workers does work and you benefit in this it one. It does. the pool I'm, of candidates is small. I'm, it's like the defence against the dark arts yes, teacher. It's, yes, cursed. it's yes, a cursed role. So yeah. the last I'm one the only left, candidate. The last one lasted a year. I'm breathing and I've got a pulse. So I'm, I'm, I've You're got the job. Done. Wage, two galleons a month. <laughs> That's worse than Dobby. <laughs> Right, you're in. Um, so why why Slytherin? I always... Well, we sorted me and I thought it was Gryffindor. You were. Do, do you know what? I, I like Slytherin more and more. The main reason I like Slytherin more and more is... Um, I read Tom Felton's autobiography just before Christmas. It's I amazing. love that, but we should oh, do a podcast on that. We should, we should. We'll, do, we'll oh. do a podcast on uh, Tom Felton's autobiography. So his autobiography is called Beyond the Wand. And it's so good. Tom Felton, I kind of... I always felt like he was potentially my favourite out of all the child actors. And after reading that book, I knew that he was. Because the way he came across in interviews, he always came across as like... Him and the Weasley twins always came across in interviews as just down-to-earth people who were kind of glad for their own. They're kind of like people that are just everyday normal people. And I'm I'm not saying that obviously, you know, Daniel and Emma and Rupert weren't didn't want to be like that but the level of fame they achieved and the level of you know affluence they, they got it's so impossible yeah, of course. Yeah. how how could you put any child in that position particularly i mean emma got the role when she was nine ten i know, I know. and you look at the child actors that exactly. uh, that have been been and gone in our generation or even generations previously there's not many that survive that and they've done all three of them have done yeah. so well and stayed so humbled yeah exactly their, exactly yeah, their fame Whereas, I mean, Tom Felton was still going to a mainstream school. Yeah. That was how grounded he was. And 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 that, I kind of like a more... Because it... And the other thing, I have to accept that my favourite character in the entire... In the entire series is a Slytherin. So how could I not be in it? And yeah, so I'm, I'm with Slytherin. I think I'm ambitious. I'm sometimes not scared to bend the rules. No. And, uh, uh, yeah, I think... Because, uh, you know, when I first read the Harry Potter books and watched the films, particularly the films, because you, the films never humanise Slytherin. The they film, don't, no. You know, the nature of films is very much good versus bad, but the books you learn more and the more, thanks to your help, and, you know, when we did the podcast. So, yeah, OK, I'm Slytherin. 
I'm down with that. As to why, well, I have spent the entirety of my career working in children's services. I've got that 10 years experience. Um, I've worked for Kafkas, I've worked in duty teams, I've worked in assessment teams, I've got a degree and a master's, I've got a counselling qualification, I'm PAMS trained, I am parent assessed trained, I, uh, yeah, I got my CV in, I've worked in eight different local authorities, I've held management positions, I've held assistant managers positions, and unlike that Tilly, who I hear is interviewing for the Hufflepuff role, um, I'm going to let the teachers do what they want, they can crack on, I think they're doing a good job, my focus is going to be on the kids, not the adults. Maybe check her CV. Maybe she's thinking about the adults too much. So I would, I would, I would downplay oh, you. A see, typical Slytherin. That's a typical Slytherin thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there's me going on my merits. That's something that Hufflepuff would do. And there's you sabotaging the opposition. <laughs> Bit for my own gain. <laughs> Again, a Slytherin thing to do. Oh, you, yeah, you're so much more Slytherin than Gryffindor. <laughs> So there we go. We've got the, so we've got the jobs, you know. Congratulations. Uh, so listeners and viewers, um, drop me and tell you a message if you want to come on board and you can join this conversation next week, and we can have you on interviewing for the uh, interviewing for the uh, the Ravenclaw. And, if you dare, uh, with, uh, with I think there'll be a lot of people in the Gryffindor role, won't there? Gryffindor is a popular house. Yeah, Mind yeah. you, Ravenclaw's a popular house. I, as I well. think I've taken one for the team. I think I think I've got the less. I think there'll be less applicants for Slytherin. I think there's even less for Hufflepuff. Do you think? With me and Tilly have both taken yeah, ones for the yeah, team we here. Have. We have. Yeah. We've done you a good turn. So yeah, Ravenclaw and Gryffindor social workers get in touch. But for now, we've got the jobs. The other jobs have gone back out. Back out. Back out to advert. Yeah, like so gone. many social work roles either. <laughs> what a, what a familiar what a familiar topic. They've gone many back times? out. Yeah, yeah. This is the fourth time. Um they've gone back out to advert along for the Defence Against the Dark Arts. Um We've got the jobs. So day one, you know, it's, it's, it's a brand new role. You are originating this role. So you kind of, you know, again, because Dumbledore's going to let you crack on because he's not really interested and you've got magical powers, you kind of free reign because it's never been, you know, you get to originate the role, don't you? You know, if a new role's made for you and obviously um, we've got light touch from the ministry, they're kind of just letting us go and do our own thing. You've got a small budget that you can use to, you know, if a, if a, if a child has come in and needs a new role but the parents can't afford, they're going to come to you. You've got like a, I'm going to give you a petty cash. You've got a petty cash allowance. It's more than I get now. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. Yeah, it is. Perks of the job. Yeah, and, and the other thing is, is you don't have to get it signed off. We're going to oh. give you, going to give you agreement if it's, it's under five galleons or less, you can sign off without prior approval. Excellent. Good. Okay. That is, that's good terms and conditions. So if a child comes to you, it's a perfect example. Ron Weasley when he broke his wand. Oh. You would just sort that. Now, that's again another reason. You, so you would sort. It. You know, rather than going around with you know old ones, um, the winter ball. You've seen again. Ron Weasley's wearing an old cloak. He's saying, "Oh, well, you've got all those old dress roads." You know, I, I know your mums give them to you, but you know we can help you out. There's a, there's a small fund. There's a small benevolent fund that well, you wouldn't be doing. It would be the Gryffindor social worker when they come. And that's the kind of yeah. thing you could do. So, yeah. those are a couple of my ideas. I'll expand on them. But for, for you, you've got the job. How, how do you see the role going? What's the first couple of things? What's how? How do you see your first week going in the job as um, Hufflepuff social worker at Hogwarts? You just embed yourself in the the life of students and teachers, wouldn't you? You just need to get a feel for the layout of the land, and um, you'd suss out pretty quickly the ones that are maybe isolated mm. from their peer groups or struggling with financial problems, struggling with trauma. You'd link in with Madame Pomfrey. I'm sure yeah. she, she'd she um, she'd make sure 
you were pointed in the right directions of the students that wanted help um, and just yeah embed yourself in Hogwarts how do you see your relationship going with your head of house do you see yourself working quite closely with them oh I love Professor Sprout so of course we'd we'd be best buds yeah so you and her are going to have a good working relationship yeah I think you'd get on with Snape as well I, th- yeah, I think yeah. I mean he would get really crossed with you really quickly I think you'd be in his bad book straight away why why, why do you say that <laughs> you're why? too cheeky he, he, oh, no, but do you not think I'd be like, sycophantic? Do you not think I'd be... No, you no, you'd... Because I, I love him that much. You'd put your foot in it straight away and he'd be like, oh, no, and just I think he would, he would hate the idea of a social he worker, would. wouldn't he? Yeah. I think he, I think regardless of how much you're to suck up to him, he would... You know, some people just don't like social workers, regardless of what you do. Exactly. He, he's he's, an he's one of them. He, I can imagine Snape being on the um, I Hate Social Services UK forums on Facebook. <laughs> no, even that would be beneath him. He just wouldn't <laughs> even give you the time of day. I think you'd be lucky to get a, a sneer out of him. Uh, He'd ignore you. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I, could, I think I could work on him. I think I could... If I was selective in what I presented to him... You think of yourself very highly don't you no, that you're going to charm the Severus the great Severus Snape no no but yeah well he is great but I think that no because he does he does have favourites doesn't he he always looks down on everybody but I think he could look down upon me and I'd be happy with that just to be looked at by him would be enough but I I think I could go about my job and, and it would be he could admire what I was doing but he would never say it and I'd be happy enough to believe that he might think that way. So you won't be down the three broomsticks then, having a pint of fire. Oh no, not pint of fire whiskey. <laughs> pint of butterbeer, shot um, of fire whiskey with him. I, I don't. No, because he doesn't do that. He doesn't. No, he doesn't really have friends, does he? he? Keeps himself to himself. He does. You'd have to come. You could come and be with the Hufflepuffs. Me and me and um, Sprout would be right down there. And I think. I, and I think that's it. I think the, the social workers of the different houses. Do you know what? There could be a divide. And I think. Mm. I think I could see. I could see me and you working well together to repair difficulties in the relationships between students in our houses. So you can you can yes. imagine, you know, I would work very closely. Well, we identified that Draco and Harry had difficulties. And, oh God, imagine when I find out that Draco's been calling Hermione a mudblood. That is... We'd be doing some work on hate speech immediately, wouldn't we? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if a social worker got in to sort out those relationships in those early stages, you'd spend a lot of time with the first years, I think, because once you'd sorted that out at the beginning, then it would be plain sailing the rest of the time. Tell me about how you would approach the notion of Death Eaters in relation to the Prevent Agenda. So we're talking about anti-radicalisation here. Ooh. How would you, when you heard that the Death Eaters were coming back and you, and you heard that they potentially had some nefarious links, particularly if we're talking about um, Draco Malfoy, that's my watch, I suppose. It is, I mean, uh, yeah. Tra- Draco Malfoy, um, book six, you know. Uh, I mean, all the Death Eaters are in Slytherin, aren't they? So they it's, it's going to be, be your on my watch. It'd be a difficult role for me. It'd yeah, be a difficult what would you do me. then? Um, it, and this would be the problem. And, and this is, I think, where, you know, a social work parallel is you are heavily influenced by the government of the time. You are. You are. So obviously when there's a right, you know, you know, the death eaters are on the rise, um, you'd probably be looking ahead and thinking, well, I've kind of got to go with the ministry here, but there's something coming, you know, that the trade journals, the trade journals that we've got, the magical social work trade journals, magical social work news, <laughs> would, um, 
which yeah, I think it'd be difficult. It would be difficult to manage because you are talking about yeah, he has he has been radicalized. He's been radicalized yeah. to end up trying to kill my boss, well, our light touch boss. So yeah, it would be a difficult one. But in, in relation to sort of that, come back to before that um, hate speech, that would that would be a perfect role for a social yeah. worker because even then, you know. Even though there is an you know an anti-Muggle sentiment within Slytherin, what you would do is you would try to address that. You'd be linking in with the Muggle Studies professor. Bingo, bingo, you and go. you'd say, "Look, Muggles are folks just like me and you." Exactly. You know, they, they, they haven't devised a spell yet that our Hermione couldn't do. Too true. So yeah, I'd be doing a lot of cross work with the uh, the Gryffindor social work, and I think there'd be a lot of uh, collaborative work in. Yeah, I? yeah, I think Hufflepuff. I mean, we'd we'd be, I'd be helping everyone, and I think Huff, my job would probably be the easiest because all the people in Hufflepuff are pretty laid back and all right. My job would be the hardest. Yours would be. I'd have the hard. Then again, yeah. do you know what? I think Gryffindor would have it hard Gryffindor because they're unruly would. students, aren't they? They are. <clears throat> and the Ravenclaws, I bet you'd get a lot of um, no. people like self-harming and mental health problems yeah, yeah. with not living ex- to expectations. Yeah, yeah the, the, a lot the, of the pressure. The pressure, oh my God, yeah. I mean, like the, the, the academic pressure you would have in Ravenclaw from students who were devastated by not getting top marks. Yeah, that would be, be a big job. Yeah, yeah, yes. Imagine exam time would be Oof, difficult. You'd be off your, rushed off your feet, wouldn't you? I think I'd have the hardest time with parents, though. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some scary parents in your house. Am I... Am I we talking about personally? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about Hogwarts. Hogwarts. <laughs> I, um, I um, imagine what Lucius Malfoy is going to do when he hears that I've been talking to his son about the use of the term mudblood. You'd be straight in Azkaban. <laughs> Not that bad. I'd, I'd be dealing be. with a lot of angry letters. There'd be a lot of owls be. coming my way, wouldn't there? Yeah. You're a, whoever owls. is our manager would have a lot of uh, complaint letters to respond to. Do you think we'd get many howlers? Oh, so many. <laughs> Do you think we'd get a fair few howlers in the force? <laughs> we'd have to have our own office, just like soundproofed office, yeah, so it didn't yeah. disturb the castle. Oh, God, I've got four howlers today. Right, Vince, get yourself down, get yourself out in the yards. <laughs> just bombard. Ah. You see me walking around frazzled. Have you had a howler? Yeah, I had four off the Malfoy. Honestly, <laughs> and, and which is why I think in, in Slytherin, you know, when you can make subtle changes in social work, you've got to you've got to pick your battles, haven't you? You have, bide your time. And I think that that would be the only way you could approach. The only way you could approach the Slytherin role would be very, 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 very subtle and slow interventions. Because mm. if you weren't extreme, you wouldn't. You, no one would speak to you. That would be the no. problem. You know, you've got to build those relationships. So it would be. Again, let's take let's take Draco's use of the term mudblood to start with. You wouldn't immediately challenge him on it or call him out about it because ultimately you'd have to understand. You, you would look at it holistically. That's not Draco wanting to do that. We know that he's come from a horrific family background. We know what his dad's like. I'm getting howlers every day, of course. I know what his dad's like. We, we know what the people he associates with is like. And I think you would have to judge it and you would say, right, you would start it by a soft challenge, like a light challenge. You know, why did you say that? It wouldn't be you have said that. It would be 
why did you say that what are the triggers why does Hermione make you feel that way and then you would go on well actually the truth of the matter is Hermione makes him feel that way because she is muggle born but she's 10 times the witch he'll ever be he loves her well there, there we go and that's the other thing and that's what you might eventually get so I think that's a bit of fan fiction there isn't it yeah, we, have, well, we might find this and that's the <laughs> Draco thing by, and Hermione by giving by giving them the time and that would that would be a, how I would have to approach the Slytherin social work role very long term work and if there's no successes there isn't successes I think that would be the only way you could do it how would you do you think you'd have a lot easier you would have oh, an easy, you've have got an the easy easiest ride one. yeah I would just be set up mm. in their little the Hufflepuff common room and I'd have just like cakes and yes, people would come in yes, and do like yes. knit and nat <laughs> it'd be like play therapy it would be you'd be like a play oh, therapist I'd be in my element oh my god You've definitely. Do you know what you've got? You've got the easiest social yeah. work job. I I think social work lends itself to Hufflepuff more than any other house. Massively. It does, definitely. Do you think it, I've got the hardest? Yeah, you've got the hardest. Yeah, probably, a, probably oh. then Gryffindor, then yeah. Ravenclaw, then yeah. Hufflepuff. I think that's that's the order of ease. My caseload would be light. I'd be there enjoying the delights that Hogwarts has to offer and Hogsmeade trips and you'd be working 24-7. That's the job that I want, but I couldn't have it. Because you're not a Hufflepuff. I know, I'm slithering. Regretting your life choices now, aren't you? Well, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I kind of am actually. (laughs) But it'd be too late, you know, I'm there. But but again, that's that's why the role would have to be you'd have to pick your battles you'd have to you you could go on your own with, with a very pastoral a very you know open door policy absolutely yeah mine would be very much you know sitting back i'm there if you want me come to me having to intervene when i have to but yeah really just sitting back and it'd be more like uh, embedding yourself in, in in the slytherin but i think the fact that i've been in slytherin would help and i think that's yeah. why you'd have to come think, from the house i think you would i think you're totally right here because mm. Imagine you, Hufflepuff, being if you were overseeing all four houses. Imagine if you had to approach. How, how are you going to? Well, Draco Malfoy would just. How would he approach it? How would he deal I'd with it? I'd probably be you? hexed. There we go. That's, yeah. Prob- <laughs> but you, you wouldn't. He would just. You wouldn't even give you the time of day. No, he wouldn't. No. Whereas at least if I had that, well, I've been in Slytherin. I know your dad. You know, you we're might. old mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love. I love the head of house. You, you'd have a chance because it would sort of be. Well, look, mate. I don't really want to do this, but let's get it over with and let's get it out of the way. And then you could make those small incremental changes. And I think if you had, if our boss at the ministry knew that and was okay with that, would all have it. My job would be a bit harder, but we'd all have a good job. The problem would be is if you've got an offsite manager at the ministry judging us all by the same criteria and you're having massive success if you've got interventions coming left right and center and all i'm getting is howlers the burnout rate in my job is going to be huge you've yeah. got a job for life i have done yeah yeah <laughs> it really would be the curse of the defense it against would. the dark arts for the slytherin social work um, so yeah, there we go, listeners and viewers. Those of you uh, watching the video of this on social work TV channels, um, we've established that social work does uh, that Hogwarts does need a social worker. We've established what houses we're going to be in. We do need a Ravenclaw and a Gryffindor social worker. So hit us up with your applications. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good plan. Right, and let's revisit this another time. Where we can discuss more about the structure and our interventions and i think actually we'll revisit this and we will talk about 
how we would go about our assessments. Are you up for picking this up another time? Any day talking about Harry Potter. That's just me sorted. There we go. Well, listeners and viewers, thank you ever so much for joining us to discuss this subject in this special, I was going to say a special one-off, but it could be a two, but do you know what, actually? This could be more. Do you remember when we first started the Social Work Harry Potter podcast? Was it going to be one? And then it was going to it be was three? It was one, then it was three, then it was seven, and, and then, then it was, was 80. 80. So who knows? This could be the start of something new. <laughs> we'll catch up with you soon. Until then, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Thank you.